Welcome to the Grand X Studios, reporting from Austin, Texas. This is the most underrated sports podcast in the greater Ile-de-France area. The who? Ile-de-France. The the greater Paris area. I'm your host, Dan Regester, and I am joined, as always, with Dylan Shivery. Hello, Dan. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. It's a good weekend. Looking forward to it. big Look, sports. We've got Ryder Cup golf, and I'm extremely excited Ryder for that. Ryder Cup golf, the, the college slate. Is unreal. It's hot. Yeah, it's a hot, hot weekend for sports. And we got a very special guest today. The one, the only, David Ruff. I'm here to fill in for Ross. Ross gone. gone. I'm doing my best Ross impression right now. Where's he off to? <laughs> Do you know? Is he like out of town? Yeah, I think he's flying somewhere. I thought he was under the weather. He's going to Montana to go to a dude ranch. He's a jet set. He son loves of a bitch. Nobody loves dudes more than Ross. He's a big dude guy. He's going to a dude ranch. Why? Dude ranch? Why Ross? Why dude ranch? Vacation Bill. Why do they call it a dude ranch? Do you think the dude ranch has ever seen uh, somebody roll in there with five pairs of Yeezums? Not this particular one, no. Yeah. I saw him trying to tweet at Kanye, or he did tweet at Kanye last night about going to Montana, seeing if he wanted to meet up. He did understand that Wyoming is... Is uh, not Montana? It's not Montana. Yeah, they're in the same region. I feel like it's a it's a significant... But drive they are in fact different states okay i wonder how ross is going to do with the uh i feel like montana probably has very strict weed laws it's like one of the few states that will like kill you over weed i don't yeah. know if it's the i don't think she'll strip like guillotine you but uh yeah it's probably illegal there we're like public shaming they put you in one of those what, what are they called the uh, you put your head in head it. and your hands are popped out yeah what, what, what is that called mike you're gonna have to look that up guillotine? No, it's not, not a, a guillotine a guillotine cuts your they head leave off. you they let you have your head well, that's nice of them. But they, they do shame you. People can they, walk like, throw by tomatoes and throw tomatoes. At you. Yeah. This is a vacation it's, then. Yeah, this is vacation bill. Going to Montana. It just it doesn't seem like a bill place, but it's just, that's cool. I bet it's beautiful. Yeah. Anyway. And a place that's beautiful this weekend is going to be the Ryder Cup at Le Golf National, I think. <laughs> Pretty good, Dan. I really, I, re- I really sucked at French. You crushed that. Better than expected, honestly. Le, le golf. I took three years of French. I can't say a single word except like "Je suis Daniel." Yeah, so it's in Paris, and you know, I, I've been there. I was there pretty recently, actually. Yeah, this month. So you're the expert. Uh, yeah. I, w- I was. Did yeah. you play this course? I did. Yeah, I got two rounds in actually. Kayla caddied for me. It was great. Did you go well? Kayla caddied for you, huh? Yeah, she carried the bag. I did not go low. No, no, I, I didn't play this course. I didn't play golf when I was over there. I'm just, bull, I'm just bullshitting. I'm just goofing. Well, this was the host of the French Open earlier this year, which uh, Ryder Cup rookie Alex Noren won. And uh, the highest in American finish was T8. That was Justin Thomas. So uh, not a whole lot of guys played this course. I'm absolutely fascinated by Alex Noren. I have been since early in this season, but even more so after seeing him at the WGC Dell match play. In person, his warm-up routine was interesting. He was just banging flop shot after flop shot at rapid pace. He was taking full swings, greenside, with people all around. I was like, dude, if you blade one of these, someone is gonna die. Oh, it's over. But Head he, shot, you're but done. Of course, he struck every single one perfectly. Yeah, how often do pros he just clipped shots? Not very. Not very. Also, seeing his pre-shot routine in person, where he is the innovator. He's the guy who. Takes the back swing, your backside. and then he drops it down, and he really exaggerates getting it into the slot. And it's it's something Justin Rose does now, which yeah. so obviously there's something to it because he's the number one player in the world. But uh, Norn, I just like the guy. Norn's the dude that like all of our friends in the golf industry always talk up. So I always throw a little money on Norn in majors, and he always disappoints. Dude, he, he does. He's got skills though, man. When I don't think he's, he's had on. a very good year. Uh, he, he's other good, than the though. French Open. No, he's had a good year for him. I mean, he was a relative unknown, at least in America, two years ago. Hey, a little bit off, a little bit off topic. Do you think Tiger? And I think the answer is going to be no. Do you think Tiger, being top sixty-four in the world, likely into the spring, will play in the WGC in Austin? I don't. I don't either. Isn't I think he, because of the format. Isn't he thirteen right now, or something stupid? Like he moved up real fast. I don't, I don't know. But it is clear, hard to say. Obviously, man. top sixty-four. I think because of the format, and if you play throughout the enti- the entirety of the event, it's what six rounds in five days. You play a lot of golf. Six rounds in five days, I think, is what it is. I don't want him to play it because well, I do not want the back to become unfused. You don't think Tiger's a big Austin guy? I think it's more of the format. I think he would he would be down to come here to play, but the fact that 
you know, the match play, it called for so much golf in a five-day span. You just fucking throw it. I feel like some of these guys, like, just want to go out in Lake Austin and just party their ass off. I, I think Tiger's past the partying Lake Austin phase of his golf career, though. I think he's more That's just fair. about golf at this point. Well, we'll the see. US, let's get back to the Ryder Cup. They haven't uh, won a Ryder Cup in Europe since 1993 at Belfry. So they are currently, though, the favorite at minus 145 on mybookie.ag. That means you have to bet $145 to win 100 bucks. Europe is plus money at plus 130 and a draw plus 1,200. There's the retain the cup and then win the cup outright. If we draw, we retain the cup. Correct. I, I have a weird feeling about this year, and I don't, I don't necessarily like it. There's so much positive going into it for Team USA. On the heels of Tiger's uh, 80th win, um, we have all and the our team is our team is just sick. We're stacked. We're fucking stacked. I'm really excited for them to issue the pairings. Rumor is that Tiger's going to be playing with Reed, which is interesting because he's they're breaking up the uh, Reed Speed Reed Speed duo that's done uh, fairly well. So I'm pretty fired up about it. I was fully in on Tiger playing with DeChambeau. Yeah, me too. And now I guess it's not. It doesn't look like it's going to happen. I'm, I'm, we're going to have to find out today, obviously. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's weird. I, Europe is an underdog. They feel like the, Europe's always been known as a closer knit team, mm -hmm. and they're a little bit the more narrative goes this year because they have five rookies exactly, and they're, they're, they're the narrative always goes the European team is more close knit and takes it more seriously than the United States team. So this year, when they're like the underdog, and there's a lot of chatter about how much they're going to get, you know, vaporized by this USA team. I don't know, man. Something about Rory. Rory scares me. Rory always scares Ian me. Ian Poulter is playing like the best golf of his life right now. Poulter's he's also finally, a stone cold killer. He's in the a Ryder killer. Cup. He finally won on the in the United States. And dude, Sergio's had a pretty trash season, and he's out there, right? So it could all be like a great year for Sergio if he yeah, just shows up he, at the Ryder this Cup. This is all he has to do is show up here, and all is forgiven for his bad year. If I, if I may. The last uh, tie in the Ryder Cup was 1989. Oh. But in the 13 Ryder Cups since then, six have been decided by exactly one point. One was decided by seven points. The other six were more than that. Well, the last so I think Ryder the bet Cup. is just to make to bet the tie. That's the, where the money. Is. That's 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 the juice. There's no fun in that. The last good Ryder Cup though was Medina, I think. Medina was, was sick. pretty close. And then the last two have been blowouts. Medina was not fun for us. No. No, it wasn't. Man, the Ryder Cup's so tight. I love team golf. It's yeah. fucking great. We, uh, so the TV schedule, let's uh, set the re record straight because people are coming after us because Ross didn't understand time zones. Grand X Media took the L on uh, <laughs> talking about the TV schedule. We were trying to like t tell Ross that Paris is like seven hours ahead of us, and he just couldn't seem to grasp that concept. Ross has always struggled with time zones. <laughs> Not a big time zone guy. But uh, these are all. This is the TV schedule, all in Eastern Standard Time. Friday, September twenty eighth, starts at two a.m. Eastern Standard Time to one p.m. on Golf Channel. Saturday is going to be from two a.m. to three a.m. on Golf Channel, then three a.m. to one p.m. on NBC. And Sunday, it's going to be six a.m. to one p.m. on NBC. And the format, how it goes, Friday and Saturday is four ball in the morning, which is every every player gets to hit their own ball and they go with the better score. And then foursomes in the afternoon, which is uh alternating shot which I, I actually really enjoy you know it's too you know i didn't really put much stock into this or ever think about it until i was listening to a Ryder cup preview on uh, no laying up and uh how they have to play a, a different ball most likely because you know pros are very specific about what balls they play yeah so you pair two guys together who may have different ball makers they play right one guy plays a sure whatever. do you think that factors into like parents that like jim Furyk's going through he's like this guy plays uh titleist Right, well, most of them hit Titleist, I think. Wait, what do they do? Do They actually switch the balls. No, you have to play. You're playing the yeah. You play the actual lie of the, in their ball. Yeah, that sounds yeah. So and so that's so Justin Thomas might be hitting a, a, a ball Callaway Chromesoft, for example. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. I've never thought about. That. I hadn't either. I mean, it doesn't matter for us. It's like you hit a. Pre, I'm gonna hit a preset pretty much the same way I hit a, a, a Chromesoft, right? Yeah, you Chromesoft flight like you hit it way better, but. I stink, and, and, and yeah, they're, they're and putting spin on spin the ball. doesn't really affect me. But That's those guys, like a guy like Bubba, is going to put a different kind of spin on it than like Bryson. I hope Bubba doesn't play that much. You want the Bubba and Bryson pairing, don't you? Mm, I like Bryson. 
I, I'm in. I've never done a bigger 180. Maybe on Ricky Fowler, but I've never done a. I would say in recent time, I haven't done a 180 on somebody. Were you not quite big like on Ricky's flat brim? Oh, I still don't like Bryson. No. I think he's. I didn't know he was this good. He really has played incredibly this year. I'm still not a Bryson guy. No one looks better when they are out of their on-course attire than Bryson. Yeah. I've been talking about his looks a lot lately, and I hate to objectify him, but... He's a snack. Dude, Bryson... Yeah. Uh, our friend at the... We did... Touching Base did the podcast, the Daily Rally podcast, our friend Kelly. Uh, she she had the comment that Webb Simpson, she was shocked at how much of a snack he looked like. I thought uh, Bryson... Bryson's a handsome dude. Webb Plus Simpson, sneaky snack. He's yeah, a good-looking guy. But Webb Simpson... He's a twig, he's, Yeah, he's, he's a yeah, twig. That's fair. He needs to get Bryson, in the weight room. He spends time in the gym. We he's, talked he's to a thick, he's, He we, told us. He's, he's a he thick He told boy. me and Dave. He's, he's been doing that uh, that isometric. Yeah, Dave called him low-key thick to his face, which was interesting. We got it on camera, too. That he liked fun. it. Yeah. Dude, I didn't know you could stack mass doing isometric work. He's I thought something it was, else he's doing, too. Yeah, gotta be. You don't just get thick like that. You, you think he's on the juice? Wow, here we go. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying he spends time in the gym too, okay. like doing like weights. Well, what do you think Brooks Kepka thinks of like Bryson DeChambeau's gym routine? They couldn't be more different, dude. There's probably a lot Brooks doesn't like about Bryson. Bryson probably is like the guy that stands on the like an exercise, like the half exercise ball, and tries to balance and goes on like one of the boards. Yeah, where. And, Kepka's probably hit. Like he's lifting like he's just on the bench. Five the sets time. of three. Kepka doesn't leave the bench. He's, it's Brooks Low Repka. Everybody knows that. Squats, deadlifts, <laughs> bench. Yeah, he's Although, doing eight sets of one. There is that photo that does go around that uh, Brooks has a spotter on his incline bench out on the Smith machine, which is a self-spotting machine. So it's very questionable. Okay, I I feel like we need context of that photo. Maybe he was doing some kind of burnout. I don't know. It's not a good look for his. It's not uh, a good look. They shouldn't rep. have re- released that photo. And I'm going to say this because I I, I know uh, our good friend intern Klein agrees. I mean, if Brooks wasn't playing golf, he would clearly be a linebacker, right? Yeah, yeah, that's a photo. Look like says. a damn linebacker. He's a baseball guy, though. He's a, a huge baseball, baseball guy? guy. Yeah, he loves. Ba- he he'd rather be playing baseball. He, I mean, years ago he was talking about how that's funny. He I doesn't even care about golf, and that if he could do it all over again, he'd focus more on baseball. Also, Spieth. He's on record saying that sneaky good ball player in high school. Is that right? Yeah. You know, lefty. Yeah. Spee is actually taller than I think he, like, I would think he would be. He's, Spee, he's like six he, foot. He flirts he's like with six. six I don't know if he's actually six, but he's he definitely 5'11". He's like an average looking. He's an average size guy. And I always think of okay, him that's, smaller. That's not, that's a little bit above average, Dan. So. <laughs> average is like 5'9". Yeah, 5'9 is average, so. What, like Jesus's time? Hey, why don't you just no, fuck up? Current time. Move on to the next story. Gotcha. Uh, well... <laughs> Then Sunday, we have match play, of course. So Saturday and I Sunday, you can pick up points, but Sunday is where it really matters because you got all 12 guys going in match play. It's always great to just see the matchups that come up with like when it, when it's like Rory versus Patrick, Reed. Um, do you think that that's the matchup this year that we're going to see, or is it going to be like Tiger and Rory? What, what do you, what do you want to see European versus American? Um. I almost don't want to see Reed versus Rory again because they'll never be able to. No, they can't. No matter what, they're never going to reach what they did last time. I want to see Reed versus Poulter. Ooh, oh, yeah, that, that sounds hot. Just the two Ryder Cup uh, ringers Man, Col- going Poulter's head to head. playing some fucking golf right now. He's scary. Justin Rose, also a sneaky good Ryder Cup player. He's like 11-6-2. I would love to see Rose versus Tiger. Because they are boys, they're friends, but it would be a great test to of Tiger's game to see him in match play against a guy who's had an insane season. Yeah, FedEx. We haven't even talked about DJ. Well, yeah, we haven't. Are we going to get DJ and Brooks out there? We can't have those two boys out. We can't have the. Weren't they paired up last time? Uh, were they? I think it sounds right. Kepka's good in the Ryder Cup. His went the or at least his first Ryder Cup. He went three and one. Uh, Shane Bacon on Twitter, he had some. I guess he's out there. He's a good follow. He's a good follow. He um, he had some some insider info. He's the one who said that it might be uh, Tiger and Patrick playing. That'd be cool. Uh, he had some other ones too. I was trying to pull it up, but oh yeah, he said uh, it's likely we're gonna get uh, Finau and Tony. Kepka. Oh, that's two a, bombers. That's power. That's big power. That's sheer power. But this course doesn't lend itself to bombers. 
Like the guys bomb and gouge, baby. The guys that won the or Norin who won the French Open is not a, like a noted bomber. No, like, like all the guys on the scoreboard, other than JT, were. I mean, I think Rom was up there, but for the most part, it's not like you can just overpower this course. Ricky and DJ, Phil and Bryson. That's that's the rumor. Phil and Bryson. Ricky kind of sticks that's a hateable in match pairing. Play. Right that there. is a hateable pairing because they're both super into the uh, you know checking the barometer, the barometer pressure. Yeah. Maybe pulling out a protractor. <laughs> That's illegal now. Yeah, I can't do that. It wasn't in the rule book, I don't think, but I still don't set the record straight. I still don't understand what that was gonna do, but whatever dude. He's just trying to find any edge he can get. I gotta support him. he went to SMU, I support the ponies. Of course, yesterday Pony all those the photos came out of just like the the pre event dinners and DJ was caught just like taking photos of Paulina by herself. She was killing it. She was. <laughs> Very clearly, something happened there. They That's do the not, rumor. Doesn't look very. I mean, the, the pictures tell the the tale. It just kind of looked like the. Uh, I said this on Twitter, but like the guy that goes to formal and brings a girl who's more interested in going to formal than going with him. She just wants to go because all her friends are there. Yeah. She doesn't really care about the dude. She kind of just ignores it. She she gets the Instagram photos off without him in it. That's funny. So. That's a funny tweet. I will, I'll have to go back and hit you with the fave. Thanks, man. <laughs> Not the retweet, just the fave. It's 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 a little late. No offense. <laughs> but Tiger, uh, this could could be a great few sh week stretch for Tiger. Obviously, winning the Tour Championship, and then he hasn't had historically been great at the Ryder Cup, thirteen, seventeen, and one. But I think like he can kind of turn that narrative this weekend. It's a new Tiger, man. I think his newfound friendliness with the other players and camaraderie, it should serve him well in a team event, right? Yeah. When he gets in the room. I've never heard that he was a bad teammate. Uh, but if you saw him like Tiger 15 years ago, he had rivals. Wait, when was the last Ryder Cup that he played? 2008? Nah. 2000. Dude, he, he wasn't. He Not wasn't, 2014? With the exception of Phil... You got to think this is a completely new team to him, right? A bunch of young dudes. That's interesting. Yeah. I'm going to look this up because if I get that, I, I could be way off on that, and I apologize. Because 2013, he had a pretty good year where he won five times. So 2014, I think he was still kind of in the mix, or was he hurt? Dude, I feel like he was hurt. No. Yeah, we'll have to fact check that. But, uh, I mean, him in singles. Oh, dude, he was at Medina. Yeah, that's right. So him in singles match play, he's playing or is he's a captain? killer. He's like he was 50, playing. That was with him and Stricker, I think. Oh. 50, 16, and two uh, in match play singles in his career, but his team records twenty nine, thirty two, and two. This is event, including Presidents Cups and like WGCs and stuff. Uh, but his Ryder Cup record is thirteen, seventeen, and one. I think, I think he's gonna have a good weekend. What do you think about Spieth and Thomas playing together? We talked about this off air when they play together one of them always seems to suck i yeah and that might be an unfair characterization but i just remember early on when when jordan was on fire and he would get paired in a tournament with like he would be playing in a group with 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 justin thomas like one of them didn't do well like there's, one of them tanked they're just farting around yeah they're just farting. <laughs> they're just farting around they're just they're just making they're doing armpit farts making each other laugh <laughs> I think I think they're both <laughs> they're both major winners and like two of the best players in the world. But uh, I think they'll be okay. Yeah, that yeah. would be a fun team, and there's going to be no shortage of of over overbeaten narratives like about how they're boys and stuff. So what about how Justin Thomas's dad's a sports writer, dude? What was that? I made everybody watch that multiple supposed times. Supposed to be a joke or something, Dan? You know the full story. Yeah, I guess Rick Riley, uh, kind of like tongue in cheek, tried to say it, it was just poor delivery. Because his dad wrote a story, I believe, for uh, MSN, uh, like a few years back, and then I don't know. He, Rick, Justin Thomas had no idea what Rick Riley was talking about. He, he, I felt bad for him because he didn't want to completely make Rick Riley look like an asshole. Like, but he did. But he, it was only because the camera was just it was well, an oppressor. Clearly, so confused about what he the was hell so was going confused. On. What are you about he was just like, I, I don't know, man. And he was kind of doing like the. The nervous laugh, like, is this something I should be getting? Yeah. Rick Riley, the best thing for Rick Riley is that no one put a camera on him. Because I, I wish they would have, because I would love to see just how, how failed he looked, like where he just throws his hands up. Like, well, I'm done. I'm going to go fuck uh, off now. Rick Riley, uh, 
used to be a respected sports writer. Doesn't he live in uh, Firenze? I believe he does. He lives in Italy. Did you see him in Italy, Dylan? I did run into Rick. No. Would you know Rick Riley if you saw him? Oh, yeah. I think I would, too. It's one of those guys that I'd be like, I know this. I know who he is, but I You're not going to go say what's up? couldn't place a name from the jump. You're not going to go dap him up? No. What's up, Double R? I have a non-approach rule. You know that. Oh, yeah. So who you got this weekend? U.S. Team, team USA. Okay. Oh, yeah. It's going to be very Dude, close. Though. It feels like it's the most stacked it's ever been. I, it's, I don't know. It's, yeah, it's just then, happening right, now. So I did say this the last episode that this should be an easy win, and you're right. It is a loaded team. But it just seems like whenever we go to Europe and we the expectations are super high, we okay. always seem to fail. I feel Tiger's presence is going to lift the entire team. Like, just the momentum. He just, he just feels like a, a ghost that's come back, and he's he just won. He just won last weekend. It's like, and the, that was huge for the team. I think too. I think everyone is just feeling super fucking confident, especially because Tiger is back on the team and not as a captain this time. It's like when the Wildlings saw Jon Snow after they thought he was dead. Oh shit! They're like, oh, well, yeah, let's fucking go. We'll go to battle for that man. Let's go to fucking Winterfell. <laughs> Let's fucking go. <laughs> Paris is our Winterfell. Hmm. Interesting. interesting analogy. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it makes a lot of sense. Someone look into that. Uh, so we got three rookies this year for the U.S. We got Justin Thomas, uh, Bryson, and Tony, Tony Finau. And then Team Europe will have five rookies in Rom, Fleetwood, Hatton, Norin, and Olsen. Or Olsen. I do not want to run up against Tommy. No. I think he's like plus. I, I got to look it up on mybookie.ag, but like points leader for Europe or something. I think he's like somewhere in the eight to one range. So that that might be good money if you want to get action in on uh, individual performances. I'm but, pumped. We're yeah. gonna come back in here on, or y'all are gonna come back in here next week, and I think we. I think, we, I think you thing. weigh the the minus. Uh, what is it? One forty five. So one hundred forty five bucks just to just to have. You can't you can't bet on Europe. Betting on Europe, just to like hedge your emotions, is kind of a coward play. There is there will be no emotional hedges this weekend. No, please. You're, you got to go all in. Save on that for for football. I agree. So yeah, Ryder Cup starts Friday. Uh, very excited for that. Very excited for our uh, our good friends at Robinhood. Robinhood Love is it. an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and <laughs> ETFs. Cryptos. ETFs. We got we got clarity on that. Is that what it, ETFs? Yeah. We, yeah. Let's. Yeah. Okay. Why did, why did they capitalize yes? That, that's a Micah problem, I think. Okay. We're going to blame Micah there. Uh, so you can buy all these and sell all these uh, commission-free. They strive to make financial services work for everyone, not just the wealthy. It's a non-intimidating way for stock market newcomers to invest for the first time with true confidence. It's a simple and intuitive, clear design with data presented in an easy-to-digest way on their app. Love it. The... Uh, Making trades, buddy. Big I need to get into uh, the trade game. Like, day trading? I feel like that's just the next step of my progression. Yeah. So I think I got to do it through Robinhood. Definitely. It's a good way to mix it up. How's your portfolio looking? You got to diversify your portfolio. I've always what said I've been that. told. Have you done that? Chris Rock used to tell me that. I think, uh, think Robinhood's a good way to get into that. I think so, too. Uh, so what you can do is... If you go to backdoor.robinhood.com, we're going to give our listeners free stock in whatever you want. Apple, Ford, Sprint, doesn't matter. Help build your portfolio, start your portfolio, backdoor.robinhood.com. So yeah, get in and start making some moolah. You know? Get some action going. Get in the game. Get some skin in the game, dog. What's your problem? You Let's know? get into college football. Yeah. Let's talk college football. It couldn't get here soon enough. It's finally you here, know, It's been here for quite a while. Yeah, man. many weeks. You know, it's week five. Next season, you can't get here soon enough. <laughs> so, it is week five, and Kelly Bryant is transferring from Clemson. Quarterback uh, took Clemson to the playoff last year. Uh, because under the new NCAA redshirt rule, it allows players up to four games without being charged a season of eligibility. Which is big, because he had one season of eligibility left. And he is uh, transferring because Dabo Sweeney named Trevor Lawrence the starting quarterback at Clemson, the uh, true freshman. 
So interesting. This whole story is pretty interesting. Is this what Dabo was tra- uh, Dabo was trending yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. So Kelly Bryant's going to be a grad transfer, and he'll be eligible to play for any team next year. He hasn't announced where he's going, but he announced that he's going to transfer. There's plenty of good fits. Probably Texas State. <laughs> I don't know about Texas State. You don't think? Nah. Damn. How good is this freshman quarterback to unseat? Trevor Lawrence is going to be a first overall pick in three years. He is wow, that good. Wow, that's okay. So the, I'll, I'll tell you how good he is this year as he's a got, freshman. He's got really um, bad hair, though. Points per drive, he he does have long, kind of like sunshine-esque he's not, hair. He's not a handsome fellow. He's got to grow into himself. He's, he's 18, Dylan. We'll see. So points per drive for Clemson. Uh Kelly was averaging 2.48 points per drive, where Lawrence was averaging double that almost with 4.22 points per drive. And they each, so Kelly had 129 plays, and I think Lawrence had 122 plays. So it was very similar. It was like almost 50-50 split. Um, And ever since Trevor Lawrence got to Clemson, uh, four quarterbacks have transferred, five-star Hunter Johnson, four-star Eric Cooper, four-star Kelly Bryant, and three-star Tucker Israel. So this kid... He's just kicking everybody out of there. He is. He, that sounds like a badass. The the only quarterbacks left on Clemson's roster are all freshmen. So if this dude gets hurt, they're kind of fucked. All right, I got to watch this kid play. That's pretty That's pretty wild. They're going all in on this kid. And it might not be for this year. It might be kind of like a long-term investment where it's like, all right, he gets the experience. We're kind of punting this year because Alabama's unstoppable. But this dude gets some, some reps in him, and then we might win the national championship the next two years. So I think that, and a uh, good guy, Dabo, uh, maybe he announced that he could have announced this in a week and Kelly Bryant would have been fucked and he could have, he had nowhere to go. He would have he been roasted, Dabo Nash. If he waited five games? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Because it's, it's like the classic question, like, do you care about the kid or do you care about the team? If you care about the team, it's like you need depth at quarterback in case you need Kelly Bryant to come in. But announcing that he was going to, be the backup moving forward allow Kelly Bryant to transfer with this this new redshirt rule so kind of a it's a tough decision to make but he play. did the right thing yeah get, I get, think get so. a chance to you know play a whole another season and you know is there you, so you gotta kind of you gotta tip your your cap to to Dabo there at least for doing what sort of the right thing I guess he kind of led him on the entire season but yeah when push came to shove he, he's doing what's best for the the, the actual player yeah, it's interesting. Um, when I think about quarter trans quarterback transfers, I kind of think about what went down at A and M with uh, Duda at OU, Kyler Murray. Yeah, and just what happened there, and how it's it's bizarre to me that he, I don't I don't know I don't know how bad I guess Kevin someone just completely botched that situation. And I know I don't think he he wasn't a grad transfer, but it's like you think about like how somebody can remake their career. Or you know what I mean? Like I, I know now he's probably gonna go play baseball, right? And he's not a big guy, but he is a Heisman candidate, or at least he was until he ran into Army. Not his fault, necess- <laughs> not his fault necessarily. I think they scored every time they, they did. It's, the not, ball. it's like, definitely not his fault. I think he threw one pick, like four possessions the entire yeah. game. But still, people are gonna you know people will hold that against him because it didn't pa- uh, pad his stats. But still, I don't know. It's interesting. I always like seeing these transfers go somewhere else and and do really well. I mean, look at Baker. Look at Baker. I, pretty much, if you, you, you sometimes you just need a fresh start, and I think there's some some obvious spots for Kelly. Look at Davis Webb. How about Wisconsin? Did Davis Webb get picked up by any other teams after the Giants? I got think him? Di- uh, Davis Webb just got signed by somebody. Okay, I can look it up. That's weird to me. Yeah, especially since the Giants like didn't draft a quarterback because they thought Davis Webb was the future, and then they proceeded to cut him. Uh, All in on Eli. Yeah, Be- quarterback of the future. Uh, this weekend we got Clemson, uh, number two on ABC. Uh, they're hosting Syracuse, undefeated Syracuse. Dino Babers and company coming to town. They are a 24 and a half point underdog to Clemson. The over under is 66 and a half. What do you guys think about this game? This is a home game for Clemson. Home game for Clemson. Redemption game for Clemson. They lost to Syracuse last year when Kelly Bryant got hurt. Yeah, I'm hammering that. You're all over Clemson. I'm all over Clemson. I I don't know, man. This Syracuse team can score. Eric Dungy is a fucking gunslinger for for the the Orange. I and agree. Just, I think they just put up too many points. Like twenty four and a half is a lot of fucking points for a team that's Syracuse is a solid team. I got Cuse in this one. Well, not to win, but to cover the Orange, of course. Twenty four and a half. I think everyone's on Clemson because you know, just 
the redemption factor, and they got this kid Trevor Lawrence just coming in trying to redemption swing factor. His dick around. Death Valley is a very is it Death Valley Clemson? Mm-hmm. They, it's because I know LSU is also Death. Yeah. Valley. There's so many Death Valleys. You're saying there's too many Death Valleys. If there's more than one Death Valley, is there any? Who is the it's original Death Valley? We're going to hear from some LSU Tiger fans. Going to tell. Isn't us. that biblical? Uh, that's good. Good. Good point. Also, it's a geographic. There's a real Death Valley somewhere out that's there. That's California, right? Cali, right? Cali boys. Maybe. Just yeah. to be clear, Davis Webb has signed with the New York Jets practice squad. That's huge. Watch out, Sam Darnold. Dude, why don't they just pick him up in Arizona? I'm sorry. Well, that's that's later for that. They got Rosen, baby. I know, but... Uh, so, yeah. Uh, I'm going to ride the cues as well. So, Dave is the only one taking Clemson. Then, of course, uh, at noon Eastern, so 11 o'clock our time, Central, we got the number 12 Mountaineers. This is the game. Uh, this is going to be a great game. At Lubbock, number 25, Texas Tech. These are the Getting two- four on ESPN2. It's The over-under is 75. With all due respect to my friends in Norman and my friends in Austin who tell me that Texas is back, these are the two best teams in the Big 12 right now. Really? I'll say it. Texas Tech? Yes. Texas Tech... Uh, the way they came out of Oklahoma State last weekend, I did not see that coming. That was very surprising. Very surprising. Stillwater is a notoriously tough place to play. The defense looked good. I don't know what's going on. Say. This is Cliff's last stand. This this might be the year for Tech to at least flirt with a Big Twelve title. Tech's gonna. I said that Baylor's gonna ruin somebody's gonna, season. I think Baylor might ruin Tech's season at the end of the year. Uh, but. Tech's very good. I'm not going to go that far, but they're going to be better than 6-6, six and six, like they usually are. Tech? Yeah. I agree. I mean, they found, seem to find something on uh, Alan Bowman. Uh, Cliff's kind of dialing it up for that guy. He's been slinging it around. But West Virginia, this might be the best offense in the country. One of these two teams big, is going to ruin OU season. Big time Billy Greer throwing the sills. Well, Texas is going to ruin OU season too. You are, you are on record. You're very confident about Texas. Texas will beat OU. I, do they have a trap game in uh, Manhattan this weekend? This is a game that Texas maybe. Tech, you know Texas. Used Kansas to, State stinks this year. But Kansas State used to beat the shit out of Texas all the time, every year. Yeah. Well, you every have every single year. And this year. is a week before uh, Oklahoma, right? It is. Yeah, so it's between look, it's between two tough games. It, it's it's a classic trap game, like you said. Uh, but I, I don't I don't know. But back to this tech game, I think this is going to be the most fun game of the day. Over under seventy five. Do you think it's way over? Do you think this is like a fifty two to forty five game? I need to see a forecast. They put up a hundo. I need to see a forecast for Lubbock. But I'm going to say this is I'm going to I'm going to be weird here. I'm going to go under. I think I think they both have improved defenses. I think this might this might underwhelm the people. Is weirdly, like a top fifty defense this year. Yeah, I don't think this is going to be uh, your. This ain't your grandma's Texas Tech, okay? Oh shit! This ain't the uh, this ain't the old uh, air raid Mike Leach. You say Mike Leach? No. So you're oh, going the Cliff airs it out, but still you're going under. Going under. You don't, you don't want to take a side. I'm gonna ride. I'm gonna ride the Red Raiders. I'm riding. Four. I'm riding Tech. They got four home, points. Home dog getting points. All right. This is this might be the biggest game Cliff's played in. Years, I give think me, so too. Give me West Virginia. I think West Virginia okay. hasn't really been tested this year. They played a really shitty Tennessee team. They played just, West Virginia or um, Kansas State, and uh, I think Tech just has. I mean, they, they first week they did get run by fucking Ole Miss, so the defense is susceptible to the, an air raid offense. They got a, yeah. That's where their their original starter, I can't remember his name, got hurt, and now they got the freshman in there who looks like every fucking Tech quarterback. Bowman, yeah. A guy who just fits in there and throws for 600 yards or whatever it is. Generic white guy. Just some dude from like Fort Stockton, Texas or something. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, lo- I low-key love Tech every year. Just their entire roster. Not like for them to win a lot of games, but just like the kind of guys they recruit to come to that city or that town yeah. to play football. It's a hard sell. It is a hard sell, but dude, you think about recruiting for if you're Cliff and uh, skill positions and quarterback, especially especially now that uh, what Mahomes is doing. Think about all the quarterbacks under Cliff. Yeah, yeah. could we throw he, out the, guru, he, the guru tag? 
Is he is he a, at a all responsible for? Can he have some Baker responsibility? Yeah, I mean he did technically coach and recruit Baker, and then he he let him go he, after he benched him. He did. Although, do I'm trying to think what Baker looks like if he's playing with the. Uh, well, he offense. he got benched for Mahomes, right? Yeah. So yep. Yeah, I mean, fair. It seems. Who seems has a better fair. career? Who has a better career? Baker, Baker, Mahomes. How long is Baker staying in Cleveland? Also, how long is Mahomes going to keep this like not throwing interceptions and throwing like eight hundred yards if a Baker game? Baker spends his career or, or half of his career in Cleveland. It's not going to be Baker, dude. Cleveland's back. No, they're not back. They're better. They're not Did, back. Were they ever a thing? Oh, well, back oh, yeah. in the nineties. Stack titles. In the nineties. Uh, dude, Mahomes, if he can stay healthy. Because he was, I feel like my memories of him from Tech. He's got the tools that Baker doesn't. He's have. also got. A he's coach. got the arm. He's got Andy Reid. Baker's got. You saying Jackson. Andy Reid better than Hugh Jackson? I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Andy you're Reid's crazy. better coach than nah, you're, Hugh you're, Jackson. You're right. Um, another great game we got this weekend. Number four Ohio State goes to the whiteout. Number nine Penn State. Always love these games. Hundred thousand strong. Everyone's rocking white. It's a fun environment. It's on ABC, the over-under 70 and a half. Before we talk about the game, can we talk about the Ohio State media department who put out a uh, dude the worst tweet in the history of the internet today? Go for it, Mike. What is, was it? The mic is yours. Thank you. It's, uh, it's just a meme. It's an image of an Ohio State player putting his uh, finger in front of his mouth and then the word silence above it, which considering uh, your coach just got off suspension for... Uh, Basically, just it's it's just so tone silent. deaf. Not to mention they're playing uh, Penn State, which is uh, a school that has its own silence issues. Oh yeah, to, it's just, it's bad. And the uh, the responses to this are are quite terrible, as you might. Did imagine. Penn State make shirts too this weekend that Urban Meyer's wife was not very fond of? Saw that headline. Penn State should probably not say a lot. Not throw rocks in you know the glass mean? house. Yeah. That's weird. I agree. Uh, but this is it's just a weird it's weird. It's like uh I, I retweeted somebody from uh from Reddit CFB who said like this deserves an award in tone deafness. Sort of a shocking tweet. You don't ever want to hear that your school has done something that's tone deaf. No. Or your organization as a whole. But all off field issues aside, this is gonna be a dope ass game. This is where the run ends for That's Ohio true. State. Is this prime time? What time is it kicking? Kick yeah, in? I think there's like a 7 o'clock game. That'll be fun. It up. Oh, man. I'm all over Penn State. My Saturday's going to be so tight. <sighs> I mean, McSorley slinging it. They, they seem to get off to a slow start every game. Like, they were losing to Illinois. They were losing to like Illinois. The fourth quarter. And but they, 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 they put, put it 35. on. They stacked it in the fourth, right? They did. They they keep their uh, their foot on the gas pedal. But, um, dude, I think Ohio State has too much talent, though. Dwayne Hoskins is so legit. What's Ohio He's State's so best good. win right now on their current resume? TCU. Okay. Penn State's How does best everybody win? feel about TCU after what Texas did to them? I'm just saying, was it that as impressive? I'm, I'm curious. Penn State's best win might be App State. <sighs> Do not sleep on App State. Uh, that's fair. That but Illinois win, I mean, the fact that they came, they, you know, they, they turned it on when they needed to and – really put it on them i don't know i'm just feeling i think it's a tough game for ohio state i'm all over penn state i got penn state plus four and a half worth, yeah worth mentioning nick bose is gonna be out of the game so yeah we'll have the same kind of pass rush uh this is tough i'm gonna ride ohio state as much as it hurts uh teenage dan who grew up a, a giant penn state fan i think ohio state wins this pretty easily so y'all are on penn state penn state four and a half the whiteout's a real thing but i think ohio state covers then we got number seven Stanford at number eight Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame's given five and a half now on NBC. Over under is fifty three and a half. Stanford surviving that Oregon game. Uh, probably they had no business winning that game. That's what I'm I'm curious about. I I only got to see the last ten minutes of that game. Well, you, you saw all the points that Stanford yeah. scored then because they scored seventeen so, in the last three and I'm, minutes. I'm, was this a was this more because of a collapse or did they just turn it on? So there was a pl- it, was, it really turned on one play where fumble. Oregon, yeah, before that, Oregon's uh, one of the running backs, his foot hit the pylon before the ball crossed. So they called it back to the one. Next snap goes over the quarterback's head. Stanford returns it for a touchdown. And then uh, they fumbled. They fumble. It, was, it was a collapse by, on Oregon's part. 
But I think this line is a reaction to Notre Dame uh, replacing Winbush with Ian Book and them how how good they looked against Wake Forest because of that move. But I think Stanford, I think Stanford's still a better team. I have not seen anything from Notre Dame this year. I've only been following the highlights, so I don't I don't really I can't comment intelligently on on Notre Dame. Okay. My my I'm predisposed to being like, oh, this is classic overhyping of Notre Dame. Maybe you can tell me why that's wrong. I got Stanford. The Cardinals. I got the Cardinal. What, okay. Dave? Nothing. I got Stanford, dog. I I didn't say anything. Better coach. Uh, it, I know what you're saying, though. Part of me just really hates Brian Kelly, and I want to yeah. see sure. him fail. At all. So I just can't bet with him. You got the Heisman candidate and Bryce Love on Stanford. You got a better quarterback in Stanford and KJ Costello. Yeah, I I think this is just an overreaction Stanford's to Notre Dame putting it on really Wake Forest. solid. That's a that's a good way to describe Stanford. I'm gonna just take really solid. solid. All the time. I'm gonna take Stanford getting the points. There it is. So we're all on Stanford. You're all on Stanford. Uh, last game we'll talk about uh, in depth is number 19 Oregon at number 24 and undefeated Cal. Cal's getting three at home. It's on FS1 and the over under is 59. Uh, this is a very. It seems to be a popular underdog pick taking Cal here. Seen a lot of people on Twitter uh, and all the, the quote-unquote sharps on the Cal side. I, I don't really see it. I think Oregon wipes the floor with Cal. Yeah, I think Oregon wins by double digits. You don't think they're demoralized and going to pack it in for the season? No, I think uh, losing to Stanford the it's way they did back. is it's a bounce-back week, and it's that they're just pissed I off. agree with that. I agree with that all the way. Nice. Other notable games, we've got uh, B, number 20 BYU. I don't know why they're number 20. Just because they beat Wisconsin, they still stink. They're at number eleven, Washington. Uh, then we got South Carolina at number seventeen, Kentucky. We had a caller, a caller complain that we don't talk enough about Kentucky football. So uh, shouts to that guy it's and basketball school. Shouts to Benny Snell, uh, Terry Wilson Jr., and the other Josh Allen, uh, who is actually going to be a, a pretty high draft pick. So he's a linebacker. This Josh Allen, it's a little different. Then of course we got Old Miss at number five LSU for whatever reason Old Miss always plays in Baton Rouge very well. I got my quick picks. We'll just run through those real fast. Buffalo minus seven and a half over Army. Fade the troops. Uh, hammer the cock. South Carolina plus one and a half over that Kentucky team. UVA plus six. Uh, Toledo plus seven and a half. Western Kentucky plus four and a half. San Jose State plus eleven and Mississippi State minus seven and a half. And of course you can make all these these bets where you can fade me or whatever at mybookie.ag obviously it's our trusted source uh, for gambling on the internet and gambling in general you uh, can lay down some cash and you can uh, with the code backdoor double your deposit instantly that means put in $100 you get $200 you put in $1,000 it doesn't matter as much money as you put in uh, they will double your deposit and you will have that much money to, to mess around with um, obviously, you can bet on. They have everything you can bet on. You have prop bets, you have games, you have live in-game betting, and you can bet on uh, Sundays on fantasy football whether or not players hit a certain over/under on their score for fantasy points. I love the live in-game betting. Live so, bullets. Go to mybookie.ag. <laughs> Use that code backdoor. You play, you win, you get paid. On to the NFL tonight. We got the Vikings, the Minnesota Vikings, getting seven and a half in L.A., facing uh, maybe the best team in the NFL right now, <laughs> the Rams. The over-under is 49 and a half. I'm excited for this game. I am too. I think this is a huge bounce-back week, well, we've said it before, for the Vikings. Yeah, the, the Vikings had a really weird Saturday night. Um, with uh, was, he, was Everson one of their captains? You saw all that shit, right? No, what happened? Everson Griffin is his name? Yeah. Oh, dude. Before those Bills game? This is the night before, which I didn't realize. He's under mental evaluation. The story is bizarre. I don't know if y'all talked about this earlier in the week, but how they had a, they called the police wellness check at home. He was gone. He showed up to a teammate's house shirtless, uh, like opened the door, then ran off. Then he showed back up at his home. They took him in for evaluation. I think he at some point jumped out of an uh, ambulance. And this is this is one of their guys. Like I don't know if he's a captain, but I know he's a leader on their team. Okay. And this happened like the night before the Bills game, yeah. and they looked like they looked awful. Sounds it, like some bass salt shit went down. It like, does sound like weird. bass salts. I I'm, I 
I hope it's a substance what the fuck? How and not does that like happen? you ever cross like paths with somebody on bath salts. I, I it's don't not know. fun. Have you? Yeah, because you're from Florida. In college, yeah. It, it was really? one of those nights. That's I, terrifying. I would just run the other way. He smashed uh, my friend's car window open, and had glass go all over me. Was, and it, oh. he got his ass kicked, and he seemed to not feel anything. Yeah, they uh, have like superhuman yeah. strength. What's what's the what's the latest with this dude? This shit's weird, man. Um, I'm not really sure. Uh, if my computer was not sounding like a jet engine, I would open it up and look it up. But um, it's it sure sounds like he's not going to be on the team. And I think this happening the night before the Bills game is probably responsible for them coming out and just looking like they were asleep. So I think they're going to bounce back. Tonight's going to be fun. Yeah. Plus, I mean, it was the Bills. They probably overlooked them a bit. They're like, Josh Allen's starting. We don't really expect much from him. Have you guys seen the, uh, the internet push to get... Um, uh, what's Bum's son? Wade uh, Phillips. Wade Phillips to dress up like Bum Phillips for all of these, uh, for all of the throwback games. The oh Rams wear back throwback uniforms for every home game this season. That would and be fucking. A sick. lot of people on the internet want him to dress up like Bum with the cowboy hat. Yeah, with the cowboy hat. Oh yes, he has to. Dude, it's it's a it's, it's a funny a move if they win, but if they lose, it's kind of like the relief pitcher who has like facial hair bits. The mustache. The or mustache. Comes if in. he goes out there and gets shelled, then it's Looks like, like you look like a clown. Yeah. Like I remember thinking of Derek Holland, uh, old Rangers starter. Um, he would do facial hair bits and be the funny guy, and then he would just get rocked, and you're like, oh, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> you should have just been a little bit less uh, flashy. That would be so. Yeah. Tight, who was the though? Giants uh, closer that had a, a bit of a rock? The beard. The beard. Uh, fuck. Was his name Brian Wilson? Brian, Brian Wilson, Wilson. Yeah. yeah no, Brian not Wilson. the Beach Boy. That guy. I hate that guy. Yeah. He ever. He had a few good seasons, and get once it, dude, he got shelled. Quirky. He's like, I gotta shave the beard. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm on the Vic. I'm all over the Vikings tonight. Buy low, sell high on the Rams. So, mm. uh, I have an announcement mm-hmm. for the people out there that want my pick on the game. You need to follow me at Mike Weiner, M I C A H W I E N E R, on Twitter and Instagram, but especially Twitter because I will come be coming with the power plant pick of the night for this and every primetime NFL game this afternoon. Get excited for that. Can you make like an electric noise? That we can insert. I'm. A, you might get electrocuted. That's how electric it's going to be. <laughs> yeah, I am. To what the Rock is to sports entertainment, I am to sports gambling. The most electrifying man. No Thank cuts you. either. One take. It's impressive. Uh, it's pretty clear. One take. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you like this game, Dave? Uh, what game are we talking about? Rams Vikings. Oh. oh yeah, no, I think I am all over. Well, I'm not. The Rams. I'm on the Vikings. Dave's on the Rams. Dylan, he like. I have the Vikings as well. Boom. Bounce back game. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> hey, my, I could tell you this much. My my fantasy football team sure could use a big game from some of those guys on the Vikings. Yeah. That's my fantasy minute. It was like 15 seconds. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I, I, I do have a lot riding on this one. So, uh, Dolphins plus seven at a kind of struggling New England Patriots. The over-under is 48. Undefeated Miami Dolphins. First place Miami Dolphins. Give me the Pats. This is a bounce-back game. They're hearing the noise. I think Josh, is Josh Gordon suiting up for this game? I don't know. It's questionable still, I believe. Um, I, I got Miami. Seven points. Dude, the Patriots suck right now. They might get better. They probably will, but not right now. Yeah, I keep talking myself into the Patriots just like turning it around just because that's what they do. So I'm going to I'm going to stick with the Patriots here, winning big. I think they win in blowout fashion. <sighs> Giving away 7, yeah. Okay, I'll take that. I'll take the Patriots. Patriots, me and Dave on the Patriots, Dylan on Miami. Yeah, I think Miami's kind of a sham though. Lions plus 3 at y'all's Dallas Cowboys. We them boys. Fun fact, I'll be at this game. Really? With Will DeFreeze. Over-unders 43 and a half. What are you expecting to see, Dave? This is Scott Linehan's last game as the Cowboys offensive coordinator. You, so, think, um, you think those reins are getting taken by uh, Jason Garrett? And that that's not necessarily an upgrade. But if they go out there and lay another offensive turd, something's got to happen. And Jer- I, you can tell listening to Jerry in the media – He's not going to just let this ride out. I think he's going to make a move and make it quick. So I would be all over this under because I think uh, I'm still not convinced that the Lions have a good offense. I know they finally had a a 100-yard rusher, 
I mean, the first time in like 85 years game, they had the worst defense in the NFL. Yeah. Well, no, that's fair. Uh, but I think I'm all over this under. I think it's going to be an ugly game, probably like a 17-14. I think it's going to be a push. Oh, I'll, and oh, you're calling the push. Yeah, just I'm bet calling on both push. sides. I, yeah, seriously. I got them boys. I want they win by a touch. I have no faith in this team. I don't think Sean Lee's either. not playing. I don't either. Weird. I think like Patricia beating his old team was like his Super Bowl. Probably. So I feel huge letdown game for the Lions. I think Cowboys cover easily. That's fair. This is a this is a letdown game and probably a must win for the Cowboys because it not necessarily in terms of like, well, if they don't win this, they're not gonna do anything this season. They're probably not gonna do anything anything anyway, but it's like a must win for Garrett. People, this is the lowest anyone's ever been on him, and that's hard to believe, you know, hard to say because he's uh he's just been so meh in his eight fucking years as a Cowboys coach that it I don't know. I feel like he's as, he's at a low point and he has to win this game. So maybe I will take the Cowboys, but I'll push you down for the Cowboys. Though. Put me down for the Cowboys. We them boys. That, that hurts to say. God, if they don't Ugh. win this, they got to go to I'm Houston next week. But you know, the truth remains, we them boys. So yeah, at the end of the day, follow me on Instagram at DC Ruff and on Twitter and Snap at D Carter Ruff for uh, live in-game analysis. I'll be there. Hmm. Uh, we got Baker Mayfield making his starter debut. In Oakland, Browns are getting three. The over-under is 45. I'm excited for this. This is the most excited I've ever been for for a Browns game. Is this where Baker gets humbled immediately? Like right out of the gate? Like I know everybody's waiting for like uh, Patrick Baker. Mahone's, uh, Pat Mahone's rookie moment. Like Baker is his going to happen like immediately in his first actual by start? By John Gruden? By Gruden. Gruden who loved Baker, right? I think it, it, I don't know, man. I think it keeps going. I'm all over the Browns here. I, I don't see anything to like disprove that. Yeah, I'm all over the Browns too. This is excited as that team's been in like three years. So the hype train is they're going to rally. That we defense all, is going to be sick. That defense is legit though. Oh, the Browns, Browns defense is really good. You taking the Brownies? We're all in the Brownies. Okay, hell yeah, we're all on the Browns. Then we got the Baltimore Ravens plus three. That's Pittsburgh Steelers over under is fifteen and a half. I believe that's a Sunday night game. I don't know what's going on in Pittsburgh. Nobody really does. They uh, they put up 30 against the Buccaneers and then didn't score a single point in the second half. Almost let uh, Ryan Fitzmagic come back. That was much closer than it should have been. I had to sweat that out. I don't know what the Ravens are either. <sighs> this whole division, I don't know what this it is. This division's weird. Everything's weird about the it. Bengals, the Ravens, they all are very average. I'm going to take Pittsburgh just because of the... Uh, Historical dominance of the the Pittsburgh football Steelers. I'm going to go with the Ravens just because of the points. I had the Steelers too. I don't know why. They're more exciting to watch, I think. But I have no idea what's going on in this game. None. There's something to a team with, that has cha- is a championship caliber team that has drama, and then they go out and they just fuel, use it as fuel and they just dominate. There may, may or may not be nothing to that. Where like all the players don't like each other too yeah Roethlisberger you got Antonio, Antonio Brown, Brown Le'Veon Bell that what's he doing man that that defense how much is he is lost atrocious? so far that defense is so bad for Pittsburgh it is bad it's weird to see uh but yeah uh that's the big games in the NFL this weekend we'll touch on the Monday night game on the Monday night pot or the Monday podcast uh little baseball news we had Jacob DeGrom last night. He went eight shutout innings uh, last night and recorded his 1,000th career strikeout on his final batter. He went a record 29 straight starts with three or fewer runs in a game, and he finished the season with a 1.7 ERA, but he went 10-9 and nine because he was on the fucking Mets. Uh, he's probably the clear Cy Young winner in the NL, but does this pretty much tell you that like win-loss record means absolutely nothing in baseball? It means something. The analytics guys will tell you so. You get a lot of no decisions, too. Yeah. Lots of those. Which Plenty of no fun. decisions. No, I tend to agree with that. Just no run support, though. Yeah, there should be a, a you know, a side statistic to go along with the record to say how many runs you had in support, probably. Yeah. But records are still... Because, like, matter. moving forward, I don't think... Like, Hall of Fame, the number for wins to get in was, like, 300. 
That I'll was like say standard. That your losses are probably a bigger indicator than your wins are because when when you lose a game, obviously you you give up more runs than you, you lose one nothing. You still are a fucking stud well, on that. That's why we have an ERA too to go along with it. I don't know. Yeah, man, to have a one point seven and to lose nine nine games, games and have so many indecisions that that's sub tough. fucking two and lo- a that's nine tough. game loser is insane. Yeah. You're one game above five hundred. <laughs> I think they should give the uh, Cy Young to Cole Hamels for what he's done in Chicago since he left Texas. Yeah, gonna argue there. What was he doing in Texas? Mm, nothing. Just kind of <laughs> farting around, Dan. <laughs> Big farting around guy. God, uh, he's probably trying to save some uh, some rescue animals. That's probably. Yeah. Or maybe uh, hitting the hitting the links. Big golf guy. Big Travis Matthew guy. Yeah. We got a hotline. The number is 800-392-6344. Once again, it's 800-392-6344. Today, we have two calls. Micah, play that first call. Hey, the trailer for Creed 2 just dropped. It looks really good. I want to know, what's your favorite sports movie? Dan's going to say Rocky because he's a hardo and he's from Philadelphia. I love you, though, Dan. My favorite sports movie is Field of Dreams. Please tell me what your favorite sports movie is. Thank you. That's Crime Dog? I think that's Crime Dog. Sure Doing sounds his, like his it. actual voice. Uh, I'm going to surprise Why did he, why did he sound like the here? guy selling magazine subscriptions in office space? <laughs> Hello. I used to be addicted to drugs, but now I am not. <laughs> <laughs> was that Crime maybe, Dog? Maybe that, that was Crime maybe Dog. Maybe that's a bit he was I think it was. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, a little bit of a surprise here. I'm, I think Rocky's just okay. Just like a lot of things in Philadelphia. Like Wawa, just okay. I'm uh, I'm not a good Philly guy. So what's your movie? I wish I would have known about this one before because I'm going to say one thing and then think about like five other ones. I'll that even I like say more. Rocky's not my favorite boxing movie. My favorite boxing movie is Cinderella Man. Dude, did you ever see The Fighter? Fighter's good too. Fighter's fucking good. There's a, there's a lot of good fighting movies. I know that's a, that's a surprise. What's thing. that movie with Kevin James where he becomes an <laughs> MMA fighter? <laughs> Ready to Mall Rumble, Cop? I believe. I actually watched that movie. That was a bad movie. Uh, actually, was, I, I forget what that was called. That was a bad movie. Though. How about the, he actually fought in the UFC? It's absurd. How about it's the an absurd Lot? movie? Sam Lot's a classic. Ooh. My favorite overall sports movie though is Remember the Titans. Really, Just can't go wrong with that. You th- I'll watch it every time. Uh, How about I'm, the Longest Yard original? One thing about Rocky is uh, he kind of rapes his girlfriend in the movie. It's uh, it's a tough rewatch. He's He's very rapey. Really, he's he's very aggressive. I don't remember this. Yeah, like Rocky, the first one. The first First one. one. Like there's a scene where he basically rapes Adrian. It's it's not. Let's not use the R. It's it's quite rapey though. It's definitely not 2018. Creepily aggressive. Yeah, it would not be lot. made the same way. We will say that for it sure. It would not. That's the one scene. The, the rest of the movie's good. I thought Creed was excellent. Dude, I love Creed. Creed. Did y'all watch the trailer? I, I never watched Creed. Oh man, Creed's good. Did I y'all watch? The, and then the trailer for Creed Two looks oh. super dope. You know he's fighting Drago's son. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Not I don't know how that lines up in that universe, but yeah, I'm here for it. I guess. Yeah, I'm. Not, I'm going to dispel some belief. <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> it's movie. not played by Sage Northcutt, but we are excited about it nonetheless. You know what? I'm kind of glad because I wouldn't be able to take it seriously and get into the movie if I saw Sage. Because all I would be thinking of is just him Bubbly. splitting apples. Yeah. Or him, like, I don't know, doing one of his yeah, hey guys. protein ads on a Twitter. Yeah, it's I'm too Sage. nice to play Drago's oh, yeah. son. I'm Sage. Yeah, my dad's Drago. He killed a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad. Remember that? Sorry about that. I hope we have a better fight. I don't want to kill you. I'm sorry. What's your favorite sports movie, Dave? Dude, I bought... I like the replacements, but it's probably not my favorite. Maybe the Sandlot. Ooh. Sandlot's a great one. Replacements I to, is good. I have to say, Major League is my favorite comedic. Maybe Wall Street sports movie. Probably Wall Street, the original Michael Douglas, because business is a sport. <laughs> business is a sport. Um, what else? I feel like there's so many. I I pull up a I pull up a for this one. Great sports movie. I mean, let's just go down. Keanu Reeves, man, Hardball. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I, Did you like who's Bull, Bull Durham? Bull Durham's great. Uh, Tin Cup. I enjoy Blue Chips oh. a lot. You all seen Blue Chips? Dude, Blue Chips is good. That's a great movie. Shaq Penny. About the... Nick Nolte. The seediness of Hoosiers. college basketball recruiting. You big Hoosier guy? I didn't like Hoosiers. I didn't, Hoosiers is not my Hoosiers favorite. Hoosiers is not one I've seen since I was a kid, I also so I need to revisit it. Rudy Stinks. Rudy is trash. Rudy Rudy's stinks. a good movie. Stop. It's a good movie. You're pretty much telling kids, do your best so you can have one pointless play. Oh, fuck that. That's a bad message. Well, he achieved his goal. Um, 
Jerry, uh, we got Major League. Of oh, course, Roger yeah. Dorn. Of course, yeah, Major League. That. That's, it, yeah. Oh, a, a very underrated sports movie, The Wrestler. Wrestler's very, very good. good. Uh, that's sports entertainment. That's well, yeah. Big difference. <laughs> uh, Keep we, going. This is fun. I like I like talking sports uh, movies. Oh, another good one. White Men Can't Jump. Good movie. Yeah. Not one of my favorites, but a good movie. It, it's a, it's a fun one. Yeah. Uh, the Karate Kid. Yeah. It's okay. Not a favorite. It's okay. Space Jam. They're remaking it with uh, LeBron now. <sighs> Which I will see, but I don't. I wish they wouldn't do this. Uh, Moneyball. That's, that's Moneyball's tight. It's a good movie. Moneyball's Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire is a great fucking movie, Dave. Good call. Mighty Show Ducks. Me the money. I know you've never seen the Mighty Ducks. Oh, dude. Yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. know why you would think that. Of course, Mighty, I've seen the Mighty, Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks might be my favorite. I just assumed maybe D two. Honestly, if we're gonna be we're gonna be honest. What about D three? Eden Hall Academy. Uh, better storyline. <laughs> Although, dude, you can't go wrong with you suck ice, Dave. Yeah, you do suck ice. I do suck ice. But what about the uh, the dentist? Wolf the Dennis Stanson. D two man. Uh, I mean, D two is where a lot of major characters come into play. D one that can you can kind of skip D one. D one you got to get to really understand Emilio, Coach Bombay, like who he is. But D D two is all about the team. Another great hockey movie, Slapshot. Slapshot's great. One of my dad's favorite movies. Ooh, I mean, I can't. I, I'm not sure why we overlooked this. I think the movie is actually better than the TV show Friday Night Lights. Billy Bob. Friday Night Lights is good. How about Varsity Blues? Varsity Blues is a good sports movie. Is uh, it safe to say most sports movies are good? For the most part, yeah. There are some stinky, some stinkies. Like we there. talked about a couple turds, but I feel like more often than not, they have an enjoyable product. Any given Sunday, I didn't care. I for, loved any given Sunday. I didn't care for the uh, what's the word I'm looking for the cinematography of that movie. Any given Sunday, they, they, tried, they the tried to do too much. Well, that's because it was uh, what's his name, Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone. They did, so yeah, he did too much. Very Oliver Stony. The way but you got Pacino. It. Yeah. You got over you got the top inch of speech. You got the inch speech. I don't know what to say, really. <laughs> That's my Pacino. It's not bad. It's not bad at all. Uh, <sighs> Happy Gilmore. Some of decent golf movies. Of I mean, that's like, Gilmore. What happened to Adam Sandler? <laughs> don't did know. we just get older, or did his movies get worse? Did you like his uh, Longest Yard remake? Yeah, it was okay. Waterboy. The Rock was in it, right? Waterboy I didn't think the Waterboy was great. Oh, it's The Rock funny. wasn't in the new the whoa 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 water boy hmm. we just named every movie we, that, yeah so yeah I'm gonna go there uh, are too many good ones man I'm gonna go to remember pick. the titans final final answer it is a great movie ain't no mountain high it's got some you know good good uh you know some good values there you in go. remember the titans some good life lessons agree some racial equality there it's yep. important. Which we're all about here at Grand X. 100%. Yeah. Of course. All right. We got one more call. Micah, play the next call. Hey, guys. This is Hugo from California. What the fuck? What's up with Kawhi Leonard's laugh? That laugh sounded like it had some pain behind it. I don't know. I, I can't stop listening to it. <laughs> uh, let me know what you guys think. Love the podcast. All right. Uh, go Stanford. My buddy, uh, I guess he he ripped the clip of he just isolated the laugh and he responded to one of my tweets with it last night and I saved it so now I have it on standby. I'm gonna probably wear it out on Twitter. At he some put point. it on loop. Not on loop. It's just it's just a video of him laughing. It's a five second video and it's just so fucking good. What what's going on with this laugh? He's a serious guy. It's, he's forcing it. He's also a cyborg. <laughs> he is he is a cyborg. It's like the first time he's ever laughed. <laughs> it's, it's so jarring. <laughs> That's like, yeah, it's like an alien or a robot trying to emulate just like human emotion. What if you put, what if you spliced that laugh into the Justin Thomas, Rick Riley exchange? <laughs> and you just, instead of Justin no, Thomas, not hold that knowing, idea, Dave. We gotta, somebody yeah. needs to do that. We're going to do that. Will you do that? I will do that. And it's just Justin... <laughs> Has anybody done that yet? No. Wait, the Rick Riley thing? Okay, yeah, that'll be great. Okay. That that might go that might go viral. 
in the words of Micah. Well, it needs we'll to. We'll see. It probably won't, but that's insane. It's a good look for the, the podcast. Laugh, uh, dude, Kawhi, I'm not a Spurs fan, but I've always been a Kawhi fan. Are you a Raptor fan now? No. But I, I do want to see him do well. And I hope he, I hope, you know, he's got that uncle, whoever's pretty much running the show for him. Making and I don't know. Decisions, yeah. Yeah. I don't want to see him throw his career away. And I'm sure he won't because he's going to get paid either way. But I don't know. It's just weird. He would have been part of probably another dynasty in San Antonio had he stayed there. But uh, we yeah. have some some pairings are being released. You want to hear it? Yes, well, I do. Cup. This is real This time. is from the PGA Tour Breaking official news. verified account. The first pairings of the 2008 Ryder Cup. We have Kepka and Finau Ooh, that's against what we Rose said. and Rom. Oh, Rose and Rom. I don't think Kepka. Rose and Rom is a good pairing. Kepka and Finau. That's some power. We I think we predicted or we talked about uh, Dustin Johnson and Finau, but Kepka and Finau. Dude, Reed versus Rom would have been sick. We can still see. It, it. can still happen. Rom and that's Rose, Finau and Kepka. And that starts at 2 a.m. Eastern time. You waking, right. up, you waking up Friday? Yeah. I'm just not going to go to bed. There you go. been thinking about doing more baths. Dude, songs. I have nothing to do this weekend. I might fuck around and do that. You're fucking wild for that. I'm a, I'm a wild You boy. don't care. I, I don't. Is there any more? That, that's all. That's all for now. Oh, they're they doing a slow a drip. Taste. Yeah. A slow drip. There yeah, they're slow jerking us. But yeah, make sure to uh, check out the podcast on iTunes. It gives five stars. Leave a review. It's the only way we're going to move up the charts. Tell a friend about the show, please. Uh, or else my cousin Sean will come up to your doorstep and maybe make some threats that he follows through with. I don't y- know. Yikes. So, you guys have any shouts? Shouts to Montana Bill. Doing his thing up there. Shouts to the uh, Kentucky football program and all their fans. Yeah. T will, shouts to T will, and Benny Snell. Benny Snell's a legit guy. Uh, sorry, we haven't talked about Kentucky football, but they're gonna lose this weekend. So, we oh, who are they playing? South Carolina. I'm all about the Cox. Yeah, uh, yeah. Shouts to my it's UCF tight. Knights. We host Pitt. Keep on moving up. Keep on winning. Who's their next big game? Like that might actually be a game. Um. Well, Cincinnati could be undefeated by the time we play them. USF, Memphis. Charlie Strong. It's an okay. I mean, hopefully Temple. Maybe Temple can uh, represent for the conference. They already beat Maryland. They beat Maryland. Uh, they got a game against Boston College this weekend. Would have been much bigger if they didn't fucking lay an egg against Purdue. Wait, I think we have all the pairings now. Oh, Ooh. let's go, baby. According to... Let's go. What is Sky Sports? That's a European. That's yeah, an they, English. Dude, that's like... In England, they can watch anything on Sky Sports. They have everything. Okay, this, like is just, this is just headshots. Without paint. The names are not listed. Okay, so we have Rose Rom. We have Rory Norin. We have Hatton and... Ooh, Tyrell Hatton. Wait, who the fuck he is He is a that? tiny feller. He's like 5'7". <laughs> Molinari and Fleetwood. You can't be small okay. with that name. That's that's a that's a big guy. Kepka Finau. We have DJ Ricky. I don't like that. Spieth, Justin Thomas. Reed Tiger. Oh, I got the tweet ready. I'm going to show Dan the tweet. You have those What's the, the tweet? Drafts, huh? Oh, there it is. He's got the shush. <laughs> He's got the fu- fly, Dave. <laughs> Tweets out, baby. He's, I hope nobody beat me to that. Dude, Dave's like Darren Ravel. He's just got stuff lined up. Dave went semi-vibe recently. He's got stuff just in the queue, ready to go. But All right. Yeah, let's, you guys want to get out of here? It's time. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Bust forever. Thanks for having me on, guys.